Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the Journal of Blessed George Matulaitis from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with April 9th and 13th, 1913, and Summer Resolutions, 1913. April 9th, 1913. Yesterday and today, I have been attentively reading this year's and last year's Acta Apostolicae Sedis, and taking note of whatever might be interesting and useful to us. In the evening, I spoke to the brothers about what I thought would be of interest to them. God has given me a special grace. I have come to understand that from no other source than the Holy Father's various writings, addresses, letters, and activities approved by him can we come to know what the needs of the Church are, what maladies afflict mankind, what remedies are prescribed, what errors and unwholesome opinions are to be avoided, and also which truths should be especially emphasized and presented to the people. Before, I would read only the encyclicals and rarely glance at the ordinary letters of the Holy Father. How fortunate we are to have an infallible teacher, the Holy Father's pronouncements and writings against the modernists and the Simonists, I found most enlightening. Almost unconsciously, a person can inhale, so to speak, certain theories which are not entirely tenable, even though they may be propagated under seemingly Catholic auspices. In such cases, since one may not be sufficiently informed about the issue, it is easy to be caught off guard. What a good thing it is, that the Holy Father warns and instructs us, shows us where the danger lies. Thank you, Lord, that our church is organized in this way. What a great grace is this gift of infallibility. I am now determined to read not only the encyclicals, but also the Holy Father's addresses and letters, since they are such a good source of information about what we lack, what to avoid, and also which course to follow, and what to pay attention to, it would be a good idea for one or two members of our congregation to read the documents of the Holy See thoroughly and take note of where the Holy Father is directing his people and what he wants to guard us against. Then they could report on these things to the whole community for general discussion. In this manner, we would truly be participating in the life of the Church, drinking deeply of her spirit to be able to respond to her needs and desires. From what other source can we draw in the true spirit of the Church, if not from the papal encyclicals and other writings containing the precepts, directives, and admonitions of the Holy Father? April 13, 1913. We had our monthly day of recollection today. My resolutions are the same as those I made last time. I shall take care to start working as soon as I return to my room. St. Joseph, patron of the Church, look kindly upon our little family. Foster its growth and nurture it as you did the Holy Family at Nazareth. Teach us to love Jesus and Mary. Teach us to serve Jesus and Mary, to devote ourselves to them and to live for them. A few days ago I read that the Holy Father has given his approbation to the Canons Regular of the Immaculate Conception, God gave me a special light that, among other things, we should combine our religious life and discipline with 
parish work. I have been turning this idea over in my mind for a long time. It has often occurred to me, why should we religious not take up parish work? What a promising field it is, and how very important. Why not begin to develop our ministry in this field? But I was always rather unsure whether such work is really compatible with the duties of our religious life, and also whether the Congregation for Religious would approve. Now all my doubts have disappeared. The Holy Father has not only approved this way of life, but has also indicated that he is pleased with it. Circumstances have already more or less forced us to accept parish work, but now we can be at peace and carry on boldly what we have begun. We must make it a general rule to serve our bishops whenever possible. Lord, help us to do this well. Summer of 1913 Resolutions from our annual retreat 1. Duties toward God While celebrating Mass, reading the office, or saying other prayers, I shall try to concentrate on the words and what they mean. Actual attention 2. Duties toward my neighbor Continue writing the instructions and also, if possible, prepare a retreat manual. Make sure that my subjects perform what is prescribed in the Constitutions and Instructions. 3. Duties to myself. To cultivate a spirit of prayer. To live in the presence of God. And to try to use my time well. My mortifications remain the same as before. Have mercy on me, Lord. Have mercy on me, a sinner. For you are infinitely merciful. You will not scorn this crushed and broken heart. Put into me a new and constant spirit. Blessed George writes of reading the official teachings of the church that came out that year and the year before so that he can discuss them with the men. It is good to stay current. He recognizes that by reading the writings, addresses, and letters of the Pope, he can recognize what the needs of the church are. The Pope at that time was Pope Pius X, who was canonized a saint in 1954. Blessed George resolves to read more of the Pope's writings than he had in the past to see where the needs are. He also wants some of the members to read the documents as well to be able to discuss them with the community. And Blessed George renews his monthly resolutions in the uh, following retreat day. He asks the intercession of St. Joseph on the Marian congregation. Blessed George feels drawn to having the Marians do parish ministry. He sees that as compatible with the religious life. But I can say from personal experience that is not, it is not easy observing a religious life while serving in a busy parish. He writes some resolutions from the week-long annual retreat held during the summer of 1913. He wants to strive to pay more attention to the words while celebrating Mass, while praying the Divine Office, the Psalms, or other prayers. It is easy to get distracted when one does these things every day. He wants to work on the instructions for the community and a retreat manual. He wants the members to observe the rule of life. In himself, he wants to have a spirit of prayer and to live in God's presence. 
He also wants to use his time well. He recognizes his weaknesses and he asks God for mercy. Need a miracle? Here's a prayer for a special grace through the intercession of Blessed George, which has received ecclesiastical approval. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, our Lord and Father, you surround us always by your care. Receive our humble petition, and through the intercession of Blessed George, who suffered so much for your glory and for the increase of your kingdom here on earth, grant me the grace, and here mention your intention, for which I ask you with confidence, promising to live from now on with greater fidelity to your commandments. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. To receive a Blessed George prayer card, or to report graces received through the intercession of Blessed George, please visit us at thedivinemercy.org slash journal. That's thedivinemercy.org slash journal. Blessed George, pray for us. Jesus, I trust in you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you, and God bless you. Are you a Marian Helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.